I'm Archisha. Hi, I'm Sia. And we are Bubble Toppers. Wow, it's really out of sync this time to the Zoom. It's been a while. Not that long. Okay. Anyway, today we have a special guest with us. And oh, it's starting. Okay. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, yeah, and we're going to be talking about astrology and all that stuff. Okay, cool. Um, that I would like to start, I just wanted to say that if you Google astrology, the Google definition is astrology is a pseudoscience that tries to discern information about human affairs and terrestrial events by studying the movements and relative positions of celestial objects. So right off the bat, Google does not like astrology. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Um, Sia wanted to know about rising and sun and moon signs. Yeah, I've so. never understood how that works. Like, how many signs okay. do you have? And what do they well, do? You actually uh, have, like, a whole placement of signs, like a whole chart of signs. And uh, so your big three are the three most important signs in your birth chart. So you can have... Uh, you your big three is basically your rising sign your sun sign and your moon sign so your rising sign basically shows how other people perceive you and how and what like other people think of you when you first meet um as you grow older you normally grow out of your rising sign unless you have like a really strong rising sign like a scorpio rising your moon sign is a sign that is your emotions what you need to feel what you need to feel emotionally grounded and yeah and your sun sign is who you innately are and your personality which which people get to know more about as you grow older okay and so like sun signs are the most popular right um, yeah no one just, yeah they're more popular because you just need your date of birth to know your sun sign but to know the other placements, you need your like time and all sorts of other things like the place you were born in, etc. Yeah, because this depends on um, where the planets are faced um, or positioned when you're born, right? Yeah. Um. So, like, it's possible for people to have like the same, like, if you were born at the exact same time in the exact same place. Uh, as another person, one person turned out to be like a serial killer and the other person is like Nobel Prize winning cancer curer. Uh, yeah. yeah, that is possible. But um, one thing about astrology that it's not, it is scientific, but you can't judge a whole person, like, an, like a person only based on astrology. You have personality traits that are genetic and you have personality traits in the place you grew up with. Astrology is something fun that that may resonate with a lot of people and may not with some other people. Yeah, like right. nurture versus nature. So astrology is like part of the nature. Um, um, and- astrology, yeah, you could say that, I guess. The thing with astrology is like you should normally just take the paths that you want to take because you should realize that yeah astrology could be accurate but so are you as a person and how you feel and how you project yourself is more important than your astrological sign. 
Yeah, I agree. That so you would say you use it more as like a, you know, entertainment thing. Like yeah, you know. So it's very interesting astrology. It was just because I saw reels on it, and I was like, "Ooh, I want to know which which one I fall into." Yeah. And then I realized it made a lot of sense for me. So. Yeah, I mean, humans in general are obsessed with like labeling ourselves, and you know, you know yeah, all the categorizing, and then yeah, and then um, so like it's like I'm not the only person who is like this, you know. Mm-hmm. So me as an Aries. Uh, I have a lot of traits and qualities that do exactly. Yeah, it's textbook Aries, and you're very bold, and you like competition, and so that is a very Aries trait. You're very confident, and you like being in challenging situations, and you're a fire sign. So you're actually the first zodiac sign, so you have the most yeah. drive and initiative, I guess. Oh wow! Yeah. This That's podcast cool. was Sia's idea, so the <laughs> drive, the power, staying hungry. No, but you're it. the one who keeps it afloat, aren't you? Well, that is definitely also a lot like a Virgo, because you're logical, practical, and very systematic in your approach to life. You are a perfectionist, and you like maintaining things. So yeah, I I message Sia at ten forty five. Yes, I um. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, do you know you're rising? Uh, no, I'm not sure. But I remember Tarni made us download that, that app called Astro's yeah. Matrix. Right before history exam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, I think I deleted it. Yeah, I think oh, it takes no, up like... Still there. No, I still have it. Astro Matrix. Okay, so um, there are... So you could be entirely grown out of your rising sign, which is what happens to a lot of people. Um, unless you have a very dominant rising sign and that same astro- astrological sign shows up multiple times in your uh, chart. Okay. Hmm. I'm a rising Pisces, but I had a lot of, quite a few Pisces thingies when I checked. Yeah. So you come across as shy, sensitive, and like um, very empathetic, em- empathetic, and like compassionate. Okay, and I agree with that. Okay, so, oh, thanks. <laughs> so maybe Virgo, but you don't come up. You have Virgo traits, right? But you mm-hmm. don't scream Virgo. You scream, "Oh my God, she's so sweet and shy," and so that's more Pisces, I guess. Right. Thanks. Thanks. What are you doing, Kia? I'm not, um, I'm trying to, it's not loading. <laughs> so, um, how about, so like, what sign are you, Tarni? Well, I am Scorpio rising. So you, why don't you tell me what you first thought of me when I first came to school? Let's see if that makes sense. Um, I actually thought that you were a lot like me. Um, I felt like you were maybe, maybe a little bit more closed off though. Um, like not as uh jumpy as me (laughs) Uh, so scorpios tend scorpio risings tend to be very uh closed off very like aloof very moody um yeah and really like how to put this 
can i curse on your podcast or no yeah we have we're putting an explicit warning anyway yeah yeah and it's like bitch face okay like central <laughs> bitch face. like if i look at you and i'm not smiling i don't seem like a really nice person yeah, i agree that people may perceive that about you but like it's not true so yeah no, see, again why, it, it, rising like, sign is very different from my sun sign yeah what's your sign right I'm a Libra which means that I am that I want harmony at the end I want balance. It's the sixth sign and it's the only inanimate object which also shows how balanced it wants life to be the sign I guess. So yeah. It's the scales right the weighing scales. Yeah. Like all the others will be people or like animals right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah mine's a virgin. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mine's a, a sex maniac. So. <laughs> um, also, there are four basic elements, right? There's air signs, yeah. earth signs, fire signs, and water signs. So even if you group all the astrological signs like that, you get to know a lot about a person. Like air signs uh, communicate a lot. They think and they like doing stuff. um the air signs are gemini libra and aquarius um the earth signs are the very aware ones they are very receptive to their surroundings and generally notice when something is off and they like put in the work put in the hours and take what's there uh, fire signs are actually like love socializing love partying they are inspirational they are passionate they are idealistic and they are the inventors of the zodiac sign so they come up with new stuff uh and what are signs are deep emotional and some also say that they have psychic abilities so yeah well uh, all the gods <laughs> the world is being taken over by emos i have a question jesus is a sagittarius can you tell me something about i'm sorry it's about the really weird new birthday uh Jesus is Sagittarius. So Jesus is a fire sign, right? Um so always they're always trying to do something. They're not idle. And so they want to experience things. And Jesus was idealistic, right? In his outlook, he created Christianity. So I mean, obviously he has to have some to adventure, right? Some drive to learn more about the world around him. And so the, Sagittarius is always trying to do something trying to learn something trying to experience things and trying to influence people too. Uh so I guess that makes sense I guess. But then um uh, yeah and uh, you said fire signs also love to party so that's also Exactly like wine Jesus that's wine I mean let's get drunk and nasty just <laughs> okay. I mean but then okay but then so there's introverts who are um who are fire signs right or who have fire yeah. signs um, um if you look at introverts chart otherwise uh they might not they might have very introverted other placements like a pisces placement um and also introverts it also comes between nature versus nurture again so yeah. if you were brought up in a very loud house or whatever where people are always arguing 
be really introverted or like be really loud. And so again, nurture versus nature. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So then you can't, like it's not a definitive way of determining like someone's personality. Not really, no, not entirely. Yeah, because there are always really lots of facets of someone's personality. Exactly. And mm-hmm. yeah, if you share the same thingy with someone, then there's no guarantee. It's really hard to share all your placements with another person, okay? So like, of course, there are people because they're like 8 billion people on the planet, but it's very uncommon for like people to have the exact same chart. Right. Um, so that has differences and nuances, I guess. So many Yeah. Yeah, there's like so many places where people might be born, so. Exactly. Would twins have the same uh, thing, like everything, placements? Well, they could, I guess. But then in a twin pair, like it again comes down to nature versus nurture. Because twins, one tends to be the more introverted and one tends to be more extroverted. It's like the same in siblings, I guess, who who are close in age. Okay, so, um, okay, I got my rising. Rising is basically ascendant, right? Yes. So that's um, Virgo, and my moon sign is Libra. Oh, so that means your Virgo rising sign means that you come off very thoughtful, like you want to bring action. Uh, You're ruled by uh, Mercury, which is the planet of thinking. Uh, and I don't know like the the specific planets that all the things are ruled by, but I do know because Virgo is very common. And like Libra, Libra is uh, ruled by Venus, which is like love and stuff, right? So mm-hmm. oh. that makes sense. So in a emotional relationship, you need attention. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> doesn't even hesitate. Um, but you also know exactly what you want in an emotional relationship. Uh, you'll tell the person what you need, and if they can't like tell you, and you're like, and then you'll be like, yeah, I'm done with this. You're not what I need. Uh, but that's also your Aries placement coming into play because you're very fiery, and so if something is not the way you want it, <laughs> yep. This what is all right actually. Yeah. So zodiac. So there are a set of personality traits, right? That each sign will have, and you'll end up relating to quite a few from your own placements because of how different all your placements are. So that's the cool thing about astrology. Like the deeper you go, the more you realize it makes sense, just because of how much more there is to know. Yeah, that's, I guess that's why, and it's not just that, it's like the idea of having a predefined set of characteristics, like, made yeah. Yeah. That's why, like, yeah, like a predetermined yeah. destiny of sorts, but it's yeah. vague enough that people can be like, you know, can choose whether they like it or not. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like you come across the reels about astrology and you come across the memes and all the stuff on Instagram. I mean, we all scroll mindlessly. And you're like, okay, this is cool. And so I want to know more about myself through this. So I'm going to just use astrology as a means to do that. Yeah. Yeah, the zodiac memes seem very like arbitrary. You know, I feel like they just randomly. Yeah. I mean, most of the when they randomly assign stuff, you like find patterns to like, oh, I do this too. It's like it might not even be your sign, but like you'll be like, yeah, I do this. Oh my god, I could be this. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay, so apart from just your science, um, what else would you consider to be a part of astrology? Because it's a very astrology vast topic. Is, astrology is primarily your science, but astrology is part of a bigger subsection, which is of spirituality, because most spiritual people are into astrology. And spirituality is actually more understandable. It's more unique, I guess. It's like sort of like a religion, but with an open end. If right. you get and without I mean. gods. Um, or like yeah, without it's more about the universe yeah yeah so you have crystals and you have manifestation and you have all sorts of things like that which are to do with the universe and the universe basically giving you whatever you want because this is all a simulation that's that's basically what being spiritual is um, but then there's aspects of spirituality, like like you said, manifestation and affirmations yeah. and gratitude. And these things have sort of sunk into like normal lives of people who yeah. aren't very spiritually yeah. connected. Yeah, that's true. Because that's they're... like the magic of spirituality, I guess. Uh, so no, what's, what manifestation um, actually yeah. is, is basically uh, people believe that your conscious brain is is like 5% of your entire ability to think, right? And the subconscious part, which is the rest of it, is the part that can actually bring about change. So uh, what manifestation does is it repeats stuff. Mm-hmm. Repetition makes it sink into your subconscious brain, which brings about change in your conscious brain and that's your physical whatever physical world it's very juju-ish i guess Uh, no it doesn't seem all that juju-ish uh to be honest at least to me because it's like um you're subconsciously thinking about something so you act in that way and when you act in that way you get the results that you've manifested because you've actually worked towards them subconsciously yeah and also what people also believe is that even if you don't do any steps to you know actually receive what you're what you keep repeating uh the universe finds a way to like give it to you because it in vibrations so uh when you manifest you are sending out vibrations to the world to the universe i guess and though and the universe reads these vibration sort of and gives and sends them back to you and so if you I'm doing air quotes right now 
Um, so if you're high enough to receive, not high like it's on weed, but like high enough, high in vibrations enough, then you'll be able to receive this. So um, can you hear my dogs or is that just me? Yeah, we can hear your dogs. Yeah, we can, but it's fine. It's relatable. Yeah, I just uh, suppress the background noises. Um, I think we can still hear them, but it's okay. That's fine. Your voice is <laughs> So crystals are supposed to have a higher vibration that help increase your vibration. That's why people wear like crystal jewelry, I guess. It looks really pretty. And like if it has, uh, if it's going to make your life better, then why not? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how is, um, so there's like certain crystals that have certain energies and um, receive certain so, vibrations. Uh, want me to tell you like a few basic crystals and what their abilities are or what their properties are okay so um clear quartz is the most common and it clarifies your thoughts and allows you to concentrate better and basically if you're manifesting using a crystal then it amplifies your manifestation while clarifying it so that the universe can more easily read it um, you should pray for good morning. Yeah, I, I, okay. So I'm just going to go off on like a totally different tangent, but I did that, okay. And I'm not kidding. I didn't do badly, okay. I didn't oh, do badly. Oh, and yeah. I, yeah. Tarni, is there any way I can borrow your crystals then? Um, yeah, but you'll have to cleanse them and do all sorts of stuff. I did a lot of research on it. Um, uh, and no, so then that you have makes sense because there's this thing yeah. with a turtle in um in a dish as well. It's like a very specific design, and you're supposed to keep water in it. And that I don't know what that does, but it has something to do with spirituality, like yeah. sort of working like a yeah. crystal. So natural sources of like water and stuff are supposed to be very enriched with spirituality and positive vibes i guess so you're supposed to wash crystals in running water you're supposed to leave them out in the rain that is if they can withstand it uh and you're supposed to do all of that to purify the crystal sort of um that's little a little i don't know much about that but that's what you have to do okay then uh rose quartz which is like pink so obviously love and stuff right it helps like restore trust i guess and brings harmony to relationships it could be with yourself it could be with other people um and then obsidian is a black rock that is a very protective stone and it shields you from negativity and negative people too uh citrine is a yellow stone which basically is like you know the joy thing from inside out yeah. yeah, yeah, it's basically that. It's like a bundle of happiness and creativity and optimism. Uh, amethyst and selenite are charging stones because they help uh, recharge crystals and increase their vibrations and also help in purifying the stones and in healing in general. Uh, so those are some basic stones. Wow. So what I'm getting from this is that um, a lot of the crystal's properties also correspond to the crystal's colors. Um, sort of, yeah, I guess so. 
So is that how these connections are made or do they have a wholly different? Well, uh, these crystals have had these properties uh, for like millions of years, I guess. Not millions, maybe thousands. Like uh, even if you ask your grandmother, she'll probably have a set of stones which she'll keep in her puja room or something because they help pray to God. So in Hinduism also, crystals and spirituality is a very, very huge idea. Um, but it's not talked about a lot. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of uh, crystals being spoken in the context of Hinduism. No, but uh, spirituality is a huge thing in Hinduism. Yes, and so that's definitely, yeah, yeah. And that makes sense. Yeah. Hinduism is actually the oldest religion, but we're not going to get into religion right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. No, because yeah. in color theory and design theory as well, like uh, yellow equals joy and stuff like that. And so um, people use those colors in, you know, design or art or whatever. The other way, way around, it could be like, if a rock, you associate the rock's color with that emotion, it doesn't have to be that you associate the color with the rock, but like it could be the other yeah. way around too. I haven't researched much on like the history of crystals, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I think that that could be a very good like research topic for like a thesis paper in spirituality or something. Yeah. Um... So it could also be that um, it, like some people, they see auras or emotions as colors, right? Yeah. So yeah, uh, it could also be, it could also come from there. Yeah. Um, I don't know how accurate uh, what people see is, but you have to be like very spiritually attuned to actually see stuff like that. And so very few people can. Yeah. Is Rachisha okay? Like, is she not? Yeah, I'm listening. Okay. I'm absorbing the energy. I don't know what that was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Sia also wanted to ask about uh, tarot cards um, oh, yeah. and how they work. How exactly you do the thing reading? To understand tarot cards, you probably have to understand what intuition is. It's basically like a gut feeling, but like that's a special word for it, I guess. And so uh, when you're picking out tarot cards, I guess you have to pick the card which speaks to you in some way. So like either you feel connected at it or you look at it differently than the other cards. It's very complicated really. And I haven't, I don't know much about it. So what I do is like generally sometimes I'll like if I'm feeling really stressed about like exams or something, I'll take out my card deck and I'll pick a card, like just one card. And that's basically like how your day is going to go. So I do that. I don't pick cards for other people because I don't really know how to. And I don't pick more than one card because I don't know how to interpret and connect those three cards. But I do pick out one card. When but you like the intuition can happen because like, I mean, you know, you think you have to choose one. And it, it's very like uh, complicated. Yeah. Yeah, it's it very. 
um so um, in the picking up three cards thing like one card yeah. is your past one is your present and one's your future right um i think so i'm not very clear on tarot cards because i haven't researched much on tarot cards okay um so it's more like um so when you uh, you know pick one card for how your day is going it's uh, more like for inner peace right of to ground yourself uh, yeah sort of unless it's a bad card okay then yeah then you're not very grounded but at least you're like aware okay because i've seen that sometimes it does happen that i pick out like a really good card and my day is good but sometimes there is a disconnect which is probably my fault because i didn't pick a card properly because sometimes you're in a rush or you don't connect i guess and maybe it's because like you see a good card and then you think okay my day is going to be good and then it's just exactly good. it might be placebo effect the whole yeah. idea of spirituality might be the placebo effect there's no really there's no way to really know it but it's something to believe in it's like re- religion i guess in a weird way yeah it mm. sort of just helps you believe uh, believe something and then uh, because you act well, now you say that if you're not going to believe in it i mean you, you pick out the good card and you're like oh it's a good card doesn't mean anything because no matter what i'm just going to convince myself that the day's going to be good and then it's going to be good you know, once you become self-aware, it just doesn't work. Like enough time, you see an angel number because they got really popular, right? Like one, 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 two, 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 three, three. Yeah. So all of those numbers symbolize something. And like weirdly enough, if you sometimes just say it aloud, okay, give me a sign, and you see a number, maybe it is possible that there is some larger thing at play. So I feel like it gives people hope. In some way, yeah, yeah. And I've heard manifestation being used in like daily conversation with people who are not spiritual, like at all. They just say, "Oh, I'm manifesting this." It's, um, yeah, it's actually the law of assumption because yeah. you just assume something is going to happen, and then the universe finds a way for it to happen. Yeah, like um, mm-hmm. a lot of times we manifest things without us, like. Outright saying that we're manifesting it, or even realize that this is manifestation. Exactly, subconsciously. Yeah, yeah. And then the same thing is with affirmations and gratitude. Though they're much more mindful acts, um, they also have. They're based around uh, positive energies and. um, Exactly. You know, it's the same with like karma. Um, yeah it also falls around the idea of energy and what you give to the world comes back to you yeah and um, I feel like things like gratitude because I've started doing gratitude for a while now and it's it puts you in a good mood and um, exactly it puts you in a much better place mentally and emotionally and so you act like that as well and it just helps you be more balanced when when you're grounded and are calm like mentally and emotionally you make better decisions and so in a way yeah even if you don't if you aren't like outright manifesting it you're sort of doing the same thing unknowingly it's like in grammar when you use verbs and adverbs without knowing what they actually are yeah mm-hmm. like subject verb agreement exactly <laughs> you just sort of know it without 
studying it. Yeah. There's no rules. It just sounds right. Exactly. So that's sort of, so grammar is basically spirituality. I get it. Wow. <laughs> After that great revelation, I think it's time for us to end. Um, okay. Not because we're running out of time, but um, <laughs> yeah, we're running out of time. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Thank you for having me. It was really nice talking about it. Yeah, thank you for teaching us so much about this. Maybe we can yeah. do another episode like this later. Maybe, Maybe. yeah. I can't. I, I feel like Sia is going to excuse everything on the fact that she's a Virgo rising or the fact that she's a Aries <laughs> now. So, no, thanks for that. I didn't even <laughs> think of that. But um, no, I've oh. always been very um, interested in science and in energies and gratitude and stuff because my mom's very interested in this stuff so um okay anyways okay bye um, well now you can teach your mom about spirituality yeah we should have Tiny and my mom connect (laughs) (laughs) okay cool we're done Uh, okay bye